0: This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Tomorrow is Halloween, and sometimes when you try to DIY a home improvement project, it can become a real nightmare. (laughs) Uh, so today we want to hear some of your most nightmarish home improvement stories. And boy, do we have some doozies for
1: yes, you. Yes, and some of them can be very scary.
0: That's right. Join the conversation with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. How you doing, Jeff?
1: Man, I'm doing good. So uh what are you guys working on? Good.
0: Are y'all uh, working in the rain today?
1: Yes. Um obviously not outside. We got a, we got a lot of work done yesterday outside, thank mm-hmm. goodness. And looks like next week is going to be conducive for outside. But today we are um, we've had two home inspections uh, this week, uh-huh. so we are um, taking care of the checklist, if you will. There you go. Okay. Uh, we've got a closing this morning actually going on as we speak, so that's good. And um, we have our project going in Cleveland, mm-hmm. which is always exciting to go in the Delta, so it was there yesterday. And um, so what, right what, now, life is
0: good. What's the wife got you working on?
1: Well, um, right now, I'm trying to plan a vacation. She's wanting me to work on the pool. The dreaded pool. Well, see. Yes, I do. But this is
0: a two birds with one stone thing. (sighs) Explain that. You want a vacation? She wants a pool. Maybe if you hook up the pool, you guys could do a vacation. You can kind of like, I've been trying to get someone to do a Hawaiian-themed party. Yeah. So you could just do that at your house, and just well, there's your vacation. True. Okay. All right. Um, this is, now I have to forward promote a little bit, because next week, speaking of uh, home inspections, we'll have certified home inspector Pam Pibus from the company Inspect It Like a Girl. Now, Jeff, you've worked with her before. Yes,
1: I have. Yes, I have. She does a very thorough inspection, looking forward to next week. Cool. Um, Now, the reach of this show is starting
0: to get a little crazy. Uh, You know, I guess people are confusing it with something else. But familyhandyman.com, a website we've mentioned here before, is a really great source, has listed us as one of their 10 favorite podcasts. Wow. Isn't that cool? Nice. Uh, Also, check this out Have they
1: actually heard the show? Uh, yes.
0: <laughs> well, well, maybe. I said, hey, can you make us one of your top ten? Right. Yeah. Now, so I listened to this other show. I got a tip. Listen to a new podcast from, guess who? This old house. Uh, now, this is how I looked it up. This is how they describe it, and then I'll tell you what I think. They describe it as a clear story. That's the name of it. A clear story sheds light on the surprising stories behind our homes, Host Kevin O'Connor digs into the system structures and materials in our homes from unexpected angles. Why is the window the ultimate machine? What can Las Vegas teach us about lowering our water bills? How did the great Chicago fire change the way we frame houses today? Mm. Uh, How do you build the perfect roof? Now, get this. You'll hear from the experts at this old house, as well as industry leaders, historians, builders. It's called Clear Story. Uh, Your home in a new light and of course you can find it on Apple podcast you can go to this old house dot com slash clear story now i listened to the Chicago fire episode and never knew now you probably don't know this Jeff but you know a home is a stick built home that's right originally that type of home was called a bubble uh, frame. Okay. A bubble frame home. Okay. By the way, that was considered uh, a revolutionary at the time, how, yeah. they, how they made those homes. And a good example of that that I found on the podcast was the house in Wizard Vaz, The one that gets sucked up into sure. the tornado, right. that was uh, indicative of a bubble built home at the time. So what they did was it wasn't that big of a deal back in the day, but then the Chicago fire happened. And just wiped out Chicago. And they had to find a way to put up living quarters and everything else quickly. And they found this method, which we call stick-built homes. And so that's where it became popular to build like you build today, Jeff, right. is when they were trying to put Chicago back together. And it was the safest, easiest, fastest uh, way to put up a home. And, uh, and that's where it came from. It's just a really amazing story. Something to check out, though.
1: Yeah, sa- sounds like it. It's, um, it's fine. Now, this is just my personal opinion on stick building. Mm-hmm. I and and who knows when this is going to happen. I firmly believe it is going to happen. I think that we will get away from what we call a two by four stick built house. Yeah, well, yeah, and and, and go to metal studs is my opinion. And, and well, um, and you have to understand that 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 happened,
0: what, 1904, yes, yes, well, 1906, so, okay. you know, so so working with that technology of the time, it was the best thing that you could do anyway. So today we are talking about nightmares and home improvement. Mm. And I know that, you know, our show likes to promote doing it yourself, uh, going in and, and learning something new and, you know, becoming more educated about the thing that you own. However. Uh, the best of us get burnt. and It can happen to all of us. Yes. And I will go ahead and say, since we're soliciting people to call in for their nightmare DIY stories, I'll go ahead and start with mine. I said this a couple of years ago, but it still holds true. And I would... I would challenge anyone to beat my nightmare story. Okay. So, uh, we're in the home, uh, move my wife in, kids, all this other stuff. And we need an extra room. I make an extra room. You know, it's, we're doing great. And then wife says, let's do a a dual sink vanity upstairs. I'm like, yeah, sure. Let's do that. Good idea. So I knock out a wall. I put it in a closet. I mean, I'm, I'm tearing it up. I'm doing great. Then uh, I go and I get a, a, a brand new, um, uh, what do you call the vanity? Yeah, you know, I went and got a okay. brand new vanity and top, put everything in. I was just about finished. And <laughs> I kind of ran out of money. And But I had to finish the plumbing. And like according to my wife, it had to be that night because she needed a shower in the morning <laughs> and, and needed to get to the sink in the morning to brush her teeth. So I didn't have much money. She said, look, just go to the place and get what we need. So I did. And because we didn't have much money that night, I went cheap. Uh-oh. And I bought like the cheapest kind of, uh, um, I forget what it's called, poly something. It's the, uh gray pipes. Oh, for your water feed. Uh,
1: yeah. Going from the water, going, uh, going, from the wall to the sink. Going from the stop, uh-huh. going from the plumbing stop to the faucet uh-huh. at the vanity. Right. Gotcha. So I did that. Um, I did
0: not know that you were supposed to make that gray line a lot longer, and so everything worked great in the morning. We all went to work, Uh and that little gray line popped out. So my daughter calls around 2 p.m. and said, uh, we're flooded, and the roof is missing. Not the roof, but the ceiling. (laughs) From that bathroom, everything had flooded. All the ceilings fell into my house. Everything, all the cabinets were flooded. Everything, because this bathroom, of sure. course, was upstairs. Of course, yeah, that's that's where these things, <laughs> right. So, uh, to the tune of fifty thousand dollars, we finally repaired it. To call my insurance, right? <laughs> we finally repaired it. So, uh, like I said, I doubt I'll find a match for that.
1: But that one's tough. Go ahead, Jeff. Well, I will tell you this. Now, this happened several years ago. We um, we decide, um, and it was against my better judgment, but of we decide that we're going to demo our kitchen. Mm-hmm. God, that sounds like fun. <laughs> well, so we wake the boys up. Uh-huh. At that point, we still had three boys at home. Hammer swingers. Hammer swingers, that's right. Uh-huh. So we we wake the boys up, and we tell them we're – Knocking our kitchen out today. Uh-huh. And we got the deer and headlight look, and you're kidding. and We're not kidding. So we tear it out. Oh, that'd be a blast. We tear the kitchen out in one day. Okay. Now, here, here's where it gets uh, scary and, and a little weird. Even though we're in this business and we do it every single day, uh-huh. my wife is thinking by uh, next weekend... Mm-hmm. We'll have a new kitchen? We're cooking. Right. Oh, no. No. No, this was like three months. Oh, my gosh. I'm cooking outside in the outdoor kitchen. I was just about to
0: ask if you got her a hot plate or something.
1: No, it's it's mm. now we're cooking outside. And it, oh, did I tell you it was winter? No. <laughs> Perfect. I told you it was against my better judgment right. to knock this kid- kitchen out. Uh-huh. So, anyway, long story short, we get the kitchen knocked out. We go, we find a scratch-dented appliances, whatever, to save money right. because, you know, I don't want to pay retail. Right. And uh, sure enough, three months later, we've got brand-new kitchen, brand-new kitchen cabinets, appliances, countertops, floor. Where's um, the horror story in this? Well, the three months cooking outside. Oh, okay, well, yeah. You could have picked,
0: you know, fall or, I know, or <laughs> I know. Spring, or right? Something better.
1: So, but yeah, but at the, look, it was a, it was a good fun project. So, if you're thinking of doing that do-it-yourself project, do a little research and get get to demoing.
0: Don't trust. HGTV.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> they will it's tell you. not going to happen this weekend. No, and, and, and even worse, not in 30 minutes. No. All right, All right folks, uh, it's time for us to take our first break of the hour. Today, we're looking for your home improvement nightmare stories, because, you know, Halloween's tomorrow, and any other projects you may be working on. Call us with your questions, comments, or just tell us what project you're working on at 877 877- MPB ring. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. And when we come back from the break, we'll look at some common home improvement and remodeling fails that can be pretty costly to fix. Stay tuned. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks, and we want to hear from you. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464, or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. I just went into the studio with Java here while the break was on, and he said, did that really happen to you in your house? (laughs) I figured the follow-up question would be, why did they give you a show in home improvement?
1: Hey, you know what? You had to have and, something to talk about. And look, that 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 mistake that you made, let's call it a mistake we'll or call an it a accident, mistake. whatever, right. uh, is pretty common. Really? Yes, yes. It is. Um, this is nice to hear from the insurance guy. Well, <laughs> let, let me tell you, the, 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 nothing scares insurance companies worse than, than water. Uh, but uh, we 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 built a new house in Sweetbriar, mm-hmm. a subdivision of, of Madison, mm-hmm. and it, we were so so lucky. The homeowners called me and said, uh, "Jeff, we're getting ready to go out of town for the weekend, and we noticed a little leak under our sink." Mm-hmm. And I just happened to be close. I said, "You know what? I'll be there in just a minute." And and now keep in mind, I've got one of the best plumbers in the state. Mm-hmm. Um, but what had happened? That line that you just described uh-huh. came off. Yep. Popped out. Brand new house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Done by a professional plumber. Right. They're getting ready to go out of town. They noticed something was dripping. Right. And they turned it off. Oh my gosh. Genius. F- five minutes later a day late whatever the house yeah. would have been flooded oh, water yes. running out the front door uh-huh. brand new house just moved in hadn't been there two weeks wow so okay it's a good it idea happen. it's a good idea if you're going on vacation going out of town just turn the water off really all sure, the way i would i do okay absolutely oh, you do you turn yes. the water
0: off when you're leaving i do okay i guess so, it has no reason to be on
1: No. And, uh, I mean, I can tell you story after story. Would that do anything to your water heater or anything of that nature? No. I, I can tell you story after story of homes right here in Jackson, Mississippi that we have gone to. Hey, we we went on two week vacation. We came back. Water was running out the front door.
0: Right. Yeah. Well, that's what my situation was. So, so. all right, folks. Uh, today we're looking for your nightmarish home improvement projects. But if you don't have one of those, well, obviously we'll help you out with whatever you've got going on. Eight seven seven mpb ring lines are open eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org going to do that right now go to an uh, an email and get this one um we were near the end of a bathroom renovation we unfortunately adhered the undermount sink that was too large for the opening and we need to remove it long story any suggestions beth so, so they are doing a bathroom okay. remodel, and they picked a sink. You know, a lot of folks are doing this now, which is a, a, a just a a, a surface sure. that is completely flat. Right, uh, a hole that is that is uh, basically cut into whatever uh, surface you have, granite or whatever, um, and then the 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 sink is then mounted under that. Right. Uh, but it's obviously sealed off very good and everything else.
1: But. Yeah, it's probably silicone or, or something along that. But I'm I'm not understanding why would you why would you install a sink that was the wrong size? That is a fabulous question. But she did say, long story. Okay, how do I okay. get it off here? Okay, <laughs> well, um, it's pretty simple. Take a five-in-one tool. Uh-huh. Um, and a five-in-one tool is nothing more than a glorified putty knife. Yep. Um, start, uh, gently trying to remove the adhesive with that five in one tool by sliding it between the top of the sink and the bottom of the countertop.
0: So is the full weight
1: of the sink being held by that?
0: Yes. Okay. Um, uh, and whatever plumbing's below it.
1: Yeah. You know, un- unhook your plumbing, but it's, it's fairly simple to come off. Okay. All
0: right, so um, it's it's just, just stuck on there. It's not screwed on there. No,
1: okay. no, it is simply stuck on there. Take your time. Uh-huh. Wear some gloves. Wear some eye protection, and um, and take the sink off. Now, uh, worst thing that could have well worst thing that, that could happen you break the countertop. So let's don't let's not don't, do that. Let's do let's let's break the sink before we break the countertop. Right, right. Uh, Cost wise, it's cheaper to replace that sink. Oh, okay. All right, so uh, let's uh, let's go to the phone
0: right now. Andrew's on the line in Diamondhead. What's going on, Andrew? Andrew, are you with us?
2: I'm here, guys.
0: What's going on, man?
2: Uh, about 2016, I inherited a house in Diamondhead after my grandmother passed, and I uh, was living in New Orleans at the time. Didn't really want to stay there, and I didn't didn't know anything about those gray water hoses, you know. Yet I didn't mm-hmm. understand how cheeky they were, and uh, <laughs> One day I come home, and the house had new carpet. I told my fiance, we'll just move in and repaint. It'll be a lickin' a promise. You know, I don't like carpet, but it's brand new. Let's, let's go ahead and move in there. And we take a little vacation, and I come back about five days later, and there's water pouring out the front door. Oh, man. Yeah, so we pull all the carpet up, and I had to three-foot rock most of the rooms because the bathroom was destroyed and everything. And I said, no, no, let's still move in. We can do it ourselves. And uh, I guess that was about November of 2016. And last week, we have floors now, finally.
1: So, <laughs> so you finished wow. 2016 to 2020. <laughs> finished three yeah. years later. Wow. i was
2: a little overly ambitious about my skills, and uh, I'm up watching nothing. I hired some good help and got it done because he got tired of
1: living on scene. Hey, uh, steam. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, Andrew, it, it's never as easy as it seems, is it? No. Nope.
2: You know, the bad part is we do. She does watch way too much HGTV. Right, and yeah. right. overly ambitious,
0: and then we start a pass, and it doesn't get finished. Right? Exactly. Yeah, you HGTV. I've decided is an enabler.
1: Yes, yes. Well, you know, I, I've I've had customers. You know, we're, our company is twenty years plus, and and uh, I've had customers just tell me, Jeff, that is just seems so high to me. Why is it so expensive? But then, when you hear Andrew's story of it's <laughs> the know, three-year there, floor, there's a lot more that goes into it than what the average person realizes. Right, right. And if so, you've never done it before, yeah, there's we
2: were the flooring ourselves. But after about a you know two or three days of being on your hands and knees, you realize this is going to take long.
1: So. It, it's going to take a long time. All the jams have to be cut. I mean, and Andrew, Andrew, there's just one thing after another. Andrew, that's why you see
0: 23-year-old people on the floor doing that stuff. Right, you know.
2: Uh, noticed the guy that, the, the, the uh, helper for the guy I hired was much more younger than
0: I. Uh, yeah, they yeah. usually have one of those around to do the tough stuff. All right, thanks, Andrew. We appreciate it. Let's uh, let's keep on moving. I'll go to Buddy and Natchez. What's going on, Buddy?
3: Hey, I just had a comment about that uh, great pipe plumbing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I built my own house about uh, 27 years ago. And here, about four years back, we went off on a trip, a day trip, and just had a marvelous time. Came back and found water coming out of the back door right. of yep. the carport. It, and uh, it was an upstairs sink, lavatory.
0: Of course, it's always upstairs. Right. Yeah.
3: Oh, that's right. And had a uh, one of those uh, gray pipes with a plastic collar that
1: screws mm-hmm. up
3: on the bottom of your faucet. Well, the whole bottom of that plastic
1: collar broke out. Yep, yep. That's exactly what happened to me, buddy. And I'm telling you... And folks,
0: if you don't know what we mean about the gray hoses, when you go to the store... And like to the home store and you find what people mostly use now is called a braided hose and it looks like almost like braided steel. That's right. Absolutely. And and, and it's already kind of pre cut yeah. and it has the correct ends on it and everything. That's what you want,
1: folks.
4: It
1: it is and it doesn't stop there. Um, I remember a few years back we had a sizable insurance claim uh in Jackson, two doctors go on vacation, come back, water's running out the front door. And now this, this is what happened here. The toilet, remember the old ball mm-hmm. that, oh, yeah. that cut the valve off? Mm-hmm. Well, the ball, the rod, mm-hmm. rusted out.
3: Oh, my heaven. Oh, so my gosh. So
1: now, now you would think, well, so what, Jeff? It's all in the tank. Right. Well, it you know where your handle goes through the tank? Yeah. That's where it was spraying out you oh, no. that an overflow
3: could take.
1: That's right. So they were gone out of the country for 14 days. Oh, <laughs> we had just we had just finished remodeling their house uh-huh. on the ground level. I mean everything top uh. to bottom. 14 mm. days they're out of town water's running out the front door. That project um it, it was way over $100,000 oh, off of that you know, $0.10, that that $10 part in the toilet tank. Ah, that's so
5: painful.
3: uh, I had to go on a service call where a a lady's uh, ceiling had come out of her dining room, and I went up in the attic to see what was going on, and they had uh, installed a uh, central air and heating system about five, six years before. And the fellow that hooked up the drain pan line used black roll tubing, Yep. and over the years in that hot attic it, had a sway again it every time it went across a uh, ceiling joist it finally filled with water and pulled it loose from the pan and then everything that was in the line and everything in the uh, pan yep. came through the ceiling of the dining room so that's, that's so painful to, to hear well rigid pipe in there or support it well if you've got a drain line from your uh, cooling system
1: that's right and a, and a $15 limit switch in that drain pan solves that that problem yep, wow indeed. $15 I, so I, All right,
0: thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. I think
1: that's amazing. Um,
0: I've got one here that I'm going to get to in just a second, but we've got Cindy on the line in Oxford. Cindy, are you with us?
4: Yes.
0: All right. uh, So what's going on?
4: I just wanted to mention that um, one of the guys, one of y'all mentioned that when you go in the bathroom, make sure you put your safety goggles on. And the reason I'm mentioning this at all is because, next-door neighbor, they went in to demolition, their bathroom, uh-huh. and uh, their son just kind of took a sledgehammer to, you know, uh, to break out some of the stuff, you right. know, like the mirrors and stuff, and a little tiny piece of something
5: flew into
4: his eye, uh. and it didn't do that much damage to his eye, but apparently, according to what they told him, there's a lot of staff in your bathroom, even when your bathroom's completely sure. dry. Uh. Gas entered him and, I mean, ate away it is his his hip bone. I mean, he's crippled. Oh, my goodness. This is a goodness. boy that is 19 years old, so just wear those things.
0: Please. Wow, that's if amazing. in a bathroom. What a heck of a story, Cindy. Thank you. Yep. That's something that we do need to hear because safety equipment is always essential on any job. And you'll you'll find this if you do any work at all. You'll find that, and I, I did this for, for years, you walk away from one of these projects and you got nicks all over your hands and, and stuff on your face and whatever else. And, and at any time, like if you're demoing a bathroom,
1: especially if you've got tile, it, it just shatters. Well, and, yeah. and it's so easy to say. I've done it. It is. This is so easy to say. I don't have time to go get my goggles. I'll get it next time. Right. Well, Cindy will tell you that there may not be a next time. Right. Uh, you know number to call is
0: 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Wow, it is time for another break. And when we come back, we'll continue looking for your uh, home improvement horror stories and anything else you're working on this time of year. Stay tuned and uh, call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on. 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.com. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk about one of the scariest sites that can be found in just about every neighborhood, the Leaning Fence. Stay tuned.
1: No matter if you use an app to start your car or still have a flip phone, everyday tech can decipher today's technology for tomorrow's solutions. Subscribe now to the podcast using any podcast app or the MPB public media app.
0: Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join the conversation this morning by calling 877 MPB Ring. That's 877 672 7464. A couple of lines open still. Send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Now, before the break, we mentioned that one of the scariest sites that can be found in just about every neighborhood is the Leaning Fence. Uh, they cause injuries or you know, they don't do their job. One of the reasons uh, fence is leaning is inadequate support. And this happens a lot of time. Welcome to Mississippi. The wood rots from water. A lot of times that's what's been happening. Uh, be found in just about every neighborhood. And after that, the concrete can crack and become loose. Uh, the fix, you can add new concrete to support or reinforce force the post. Start by digging a hole in the ground around the post to the bottom of the existing concrete or the bottom of the post if there isn't any concrete. Then break up the concrete with a chisel and sledgehammer. Sledgehammer is the fun part. Remove all the old concrete and then fill the hole again with new concrete base. I'm saying that if you're going to do that and go to that trouble, it might not be a bad idea just to get a new
1: 4x4. A, a new post. Yeah, right. And and a lot of times the posts are, are, are not big enough. Right. Um, now, let me give you a little tip, too. Mm-hmm. And I, I see this so often. Mm-hmm. We dig the hole, we set our post, we get everything plumb, mm-hmm. and then we go get the water hose. Right. And we just start dumping water. Right. Keep in mind, the more water you put in that hole, uh-huh. the less strength the concrete is going to have. Really? How does yeah. that work? Too much too much water and you're diluting your concrete down to where it just has no strength anymore. Huh. I- so my my theory and the way I do my post, I never put water in the hole. There's enough there's enough ground moisture Mm-hmm. That, that that concrete is going to soak up really yes yeah, so don't. How, how long would that take well I mean, we're talking weeks so. obviously depends on the time of year mm-hmm. if we're in the middle of the drought then you might want to add just a little bit of water but uh-huh. especially in the in the spring and the fall like we are right now mm-hmm. do not add any water really? none at all no there's plenty of water in the ground
0: Really? Okay. Yep. That's. I think
1: that's something a lot of
0: folks didn't know. So if you buy the bag of Quick Creek, yep, you can just pour it into the hole. Pour and it up? in.
1: Pour it in dry. Yes. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Huh. All right. Number of calls eight seven seven MPB ring. That's eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Another email here. Redoing a bathroom, changing the floor tile and the commode, among other things. Do I have to change the tile before I put the new commode in, or can the commode be mounted on the subfloor and then tiled up to the base? I'm doing this myself and was going to remove the tub and tile, uh, and tile a shower in that space and want to do all the tile at the same time.
1: So, Right. Tile your floor first, mm -hmm. come up to your flange, yes, and then set your commode. Yes, on the um, tile, I will say this, if you've ever done it, or if you've ever
0: seen it the other way, where the tile has been placed after the commode, try to get that commode up ever again.
1: Yeah, it, no, it's not designed to work that way. No. So.
0: So, commode after tile. Correct. Okay. Uh 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Another reason for leaning fence is shifting soil. You know, Yazoo Clay, that stuff happens to us. Uh, New homes often have soft soil since the dirt had been dug up during the building process. The problem can also affect older homes as time passes, the soil settles and moves. The fix can be repairing using the same process to fix a post with inadequate support. If your home is still knew they though you may want to wait a little while and replace the post if the pos if it's possible that it may shift more in time so so in other words give it a minute before you uh get in there and do too much right all right folks number to call is 877 mpb ring all right we have what about decking uh, an email here john emailed in he said what about decking with synthetic lumber treks, etc i like so, it yes Why would one do that over wood?
1: Well, um, first of all, it it doesn't move. Wood moves. Um, If it's in the budget, do it with a synthetic material, and you'll never do it again. So how much more, say percentage-wise, is a synthetic material
0: over wood? Oh, 100%. Really? Sure. Double.
1: Yeah, it's Okay. So, but you do it once. You do it once, and you're done. Is this something where you Uh, have color choices? Yes, you do. Oh, Uh, and and there's other products out there other than the so-called Trex. Really? Uh, There's that's just the name brand. That's like Kleenex. Exactly. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, if it's in the budget, do the do the synthetic. Okay. All right. Sounds like a good answer. Eight seven seven
0: MPB ring. Let's. uh, We're doing this going to Joe in Tennessee. What's going on, Joe? Good morning. Good morning.
2: I've got some a comment about your post uh, fence issue that you talked about. Yes, sir. Uh, we've lived we've lived on the same farm for 32 years, and the fence posts that we installed and put pea gravel around, no concrete, yep, are still are still good. The ones that we put concrete around, a lot of them had have uh, rot gone bad.
1: Yeah, yeah lo- loosened and, up, didn't they?
2: Right, and yep. everything is was treated, you know, fencing and fence posts and so forth. Right. And I just thought I'd mention that because when you've got damp spots, getting the water away from that wood allows it to last longer than doing anything that prevents that.
1: So pea gravel in the hole instead of concrete. I agree with that. And then the other thing he said that is so important, and you'll see it when the fence is built properly, the dirt is sloped away from that so the hole does not fill up with water. Ah, that, and, and um, good,
2: good additional point. I agree with that too.
1: Yeah, and and I tell you, I I had a little mini farm too in Madison County, and uh, some of our posts that were just corner posts that mm-hmm. were not set in concrete, mm-hmm. you couldn't get them up with a tractor.
0: Really? Oh, I'm telling you, so. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> All right, thanks, Joe. Appreciate the call from Tennessee. Let's move it along to Mike in Woodsville. What's going on?
3: Good morning. I have a um, metal roof. That's leaking uh, over the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Uh, we put flashing up there and all other places. And what's interesting now that when it rains, if it's just a steady rain without wind, it doesn't leak. But when there's wind, and we cannot find uh, that leak, and it's in one spot, yep. not the one spot.
1: Le- leak we find that leak? Leaks are hard, hard to find. So you've got. And it Wind, doesn't
0: necessarily mean that the hole is over that no, particular spot.
1: No. You've got wind-driven leak. Uh, to- all is it 100% metal everywhere, or do you have transition from shingle to metal? Uh, everywhere. Okay, it's 100% metal. Um, uh,
3: now, eventually, it, uh, initially, it was a shingle roof, but it was covered over all metal.
1: That's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Uh, it sounds like you've got a flashing issue somewhere. Obviously, I can't see the roof. Have you had a roof pro look at it, Mike?
3: I have one working on it now. We're trying to locate where it's coming in
6: from.
0: Yeah, I, You know, um, we've heard here on the show before that you want to trace that back. Because whatever you see, wherever you see that spot in your ceiling, it could be 20 to 50 feet away from that.
1: Yeah, uh, I would recommend getting in the attic and really... Looking for the water beads. Looking at that framing and find where that water, and then it's it's catching a a framing member and running down, most likely. Um, But it sure sounds like a flashing uh, a flashing issue somewhere. Okay. Well, I hope we help, Mike. Sorry, <laughs> Sorry if that oh, wasn't okay. as much as you wanted. Uh, no, a roof leak is, look, guys, a, a, a roof leak's hard to find.
0: Well, and people will pay good money to get them fixed. Too. They are
1: hard to find, I'm telling you. They, um, you know, it's like you said, it could be leaking right here, and the actual penetration could be, you know, 10, 15, 20 feet away. Right. But, but think about this when you're looking for the leak. It's, it's kind of like deer hunting. Hmm. Where does the deer hang out? Right. So find your valley. Find your penetration. Find what is going to cause that leak. That flat panel uh-huh. with no holes in it, it's not leaking there. Right, right. So look in the valley. Look look where you've got a transition. Look where your flashing is. That's where the leak's going to be. Okay. And I've
3: noticed that when the rain is with a northeast wind, mm-hmm. when it's going north, that's when I'm getting...
0: My leak. Hey, how old is this roof, Mike?
3: It's
1: approximately seven eight years old. Okay, so okay. it's new.
0: I was in the, in I was no, I was no, wondering if we had a screw issue. You know? I
1: doubt it. I really and truly think this is a flashing, or it's a it's a cap because uh, it's only happening when it's blowing rain, right? If it's yeah, just so a good downpour, so sideways rain is this, and it's yeah. blowing up underneath a piece of flashing. It, it it should be fairly easy to find this leak. Uh, especially with the roof being six years old
0: all right well that seems okay. like he's wishing you good luck there mike
3: thanks a lot appreciate it yeah thanks
0: a lot number to call is 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 of course an email is fine at fixit101 at mpbonline.org and uh another email what know where to go I have a small house. Jeff, I have a small house which is heated by two wall heaters. I have two air conditioners which suffice for cooling. Recently I got two room heaters which heat the rooms needed but condensation forms on the windows. Yep. the wall heaters wore out. Can you recommend anything for the condensation? What type of whole house heating and cooling
1: or just heating? What, what can be done? I don't think the heat or the air is the problem. I think you have single-pane windows. Ah. Uh-huh. You're not going to solve that problem until you get insulated windows. So this is an insulation issue. Uh, that's what I'm thinking.
0: Okay. All right. So, um, yeah, in a small house, it might have single panes. I'm sure yeah, it Depending does. on the it's, age. It's too. Pro-
1: it probably has um, uh, single-pane aluminum windows. Mm. Uh, now, when you say a single-pane aluminum window, everybody says, well, that ought to be real cheap. Well, they're not anymore because no. nobody wants them. Right. <laughs> so in order, to, in order to get one, it's almost a custom build. Right. Uh, so let's take those windows out. Let's go to the, to the window supply store and get a virgin vinyl insulated window. Now, Jim,
0: uh, uh, Jim's the one that wrote us the email. I will say this, Jim, we've covered, and you can go back and listen to the podcast when we did our window show here on MPB and uh, Fix It 101, but I will say this is something that a, a, a... a layperson can do absolutely uh, putting in a window into a home is something you can do.
1: It's not that hard.
0: No, and and I know what you've heard over the years and all the sales pitches you've heard, but it's not even as expensive as you think it is. It's
1: it's really not. And then you say, well, wait a minute, I've got a brick home. Don't don't be scared of that. No, nah, nah. no, nope. that brick home's got a wood frame. That's right. Ugh. Order your windows a quarter inch smaller than your tightest opening, mm-hmm. um, which gives you eighth inch all the way around the window. Um, it's, it's it's something homeowner can do okay that's fantastic all right folks time for our
0: last break of the hour call us with your questions comments or just tell us what project you're working on it's 877 MPB ring 8776727464 or send an email to fixit 101 at mpbonline.org Dean will get with you in just a minute. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. And if you missed any of today's podcast, you can – wait a second. If you missed any of today's program – there we go. You can always listen back by podcast using any podcast app or MPB public media app. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING, just like Dean did in Meadville. What's going on, Dean? Hello, Dean. Hello, Dean. Can you hear me? No. Oh, yes, I can. Go for it.
2: Okay. Yeah, I just had a quick comment on that gentleman that called in about the metal roof, and uh, like your your uh, your guest there was saying, I had two experiences with uh, leaking in that metal roof, and both times it was the flashing. Really? And uh, but I, yes, and I you but I use some stuff that's like that, as seen on TV, uh, Flex Seal.
0: Uh huh. Flex Seal. And
2: uh, yeah, and I use the the tar type, and uh, and I went after that and sprayed it. And I haven't had any problems with it since. But uh, I had it was around
1: the flashing. Good deal, man. Well, keep keep an eye on it because that's a temporary fix. You did the right thing, but uh, keep keep an eye on it.
0: Yeah, and think of a okay. think of a, a more permanent solution maybe yeah. to to take, to take the place of it over time. Right. But obviously keep that there until you get it. That's right.
6: Okay. All Good. Right. Thank you, guys. Good Thanks, job. Dean.
0: Appreciate it. All right. Um, I've got an email here that I I, I would love to give to you. Had my shingles replaced right after Katrina. Now, think about that, folks. That's 15 years now. Right. Okay. Um, And should have replaced the fascia also, but I didn't. Now I need to replace the fascia due to some rotten wood, and I'm concerned about damaging the shingles. Can the metal under the edge of the shingles be easily removed and replaced without damaging the shingles? Yes. Yes. Yes, I can.
1: That's drip edge. Mm-hmm. So, um, and
0: you can buy that stuff at your home store for not much.
1: That's right. Yeah. So, just lift the shingle up, take the drip edge off, put the new uh, drip edge on, and is, uh, is drip edge nailed? It is. Yes. Okay. Yes. So, so
0: that's something you'll be looking for. Grab a uh, a bar of some sort. That's Let's right. Let's go to Robert and Mobile. What's going on, Robert? Good How are you? Good. How are
4: you,
6: sir? Yeah, I had a comment about the uh, the roof issue. Yes, sir. I, uh, a couple of years ago, I had a, a metal roof put over shingles. Uh, yep. It began to leak. Uh, in fact, water was running down it and coming out of the electrical outlets.
0: Oh,
3: my gosh.
6: So, <laughs> it was terrible. My wife discovered it. I happened to be in Arkansas at the time, and she came home and, and uh, turned the bathroom light on, and water gushed out on her. Ah, uh, yikes. So, anyway, we called a professional. Uh, this fly-by-night company that we had put it on, they just put it on over a, a shingle roof
4: uh-huh.
6: uh, with no lathing, no uh, uh-huh. curry strips on there uh-huh. or anything. Uh, it was a terrible job, and they didn't put closure strips on it. They didn't put the, the tape, the closure tape, between the sheets. Mm. So uh, the, up, the end result was that we ended up replacing 15 pieces of decking and 23 trusses because of the leakage from this company. It ended up costing me over $26,000. Wow and a new roof but check the closure tape that's where it was coming in as long as it was a steady rain there was no leak but when the the gusty winds would come it would come in up under the roof cap and uh uh, under the flashing so Uh i would suggest to mike that 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 would be a starting point
1: okay yeah yeah that 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 makes that makes sense robert that um that would do a a wind driven rain would, would, would do that. So sorry yeah, to sorry to hear about your roof. You know, that that gives all of the good contractors a bad name and it's just It does. I, I it tell does. you man, it, it it does something to me on the inside when I hear these kind of stories that these companies are out there, they take people's money, that you they never answer the phone again and exactly. uh and they stay in business somehow. I don't. I don't understand it. I
6: don't uh, understand
1: it either. But just
0: for the record, the name of this company is Timberline. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're not into trashing things on the air here, Robert. Um, so anyway, but I appreciate it, and that was that's a fantastic thing to know. And do check out your uh, your your company, whomever you hire. That's right. That's right. Uh, folks, get a reference, and, and as Jeff says, get a reference of someone that they're working on right
1: now. Yeah, and it's so easy to check us out. Right. We, we in in today's information, we can gather information so easily.
0: Right. Do um, your uh, contractor hiring uh, with care. If you're in Mississippi, I know Robert was in Mobile, but if you're in Mississippi, make sure to look up the uh, MSBOC, yep. Mississippi State Board of Contractors, and find your contractor. Um, also, you can check out your uh, home builders organizations in, in your area. Yeah. So that'll be another place that's, to check.
1: That's, yeah, it's two great sources.
0: So number of calls 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Um, I wanted to ask, I've got a task for you here. Okay, you ready? With Christmas coming, yeah, I know it's Halloween like tomorrow, but with Christmas coming, we want to know what smart home devices you use in your home and would make the perfect Christmas gift this year. I know that sounds oh, crazy. The yeah. reason why we're asking is, you know, do you have a little gadget that you cannot live without? There's so many on the market. We play. Um, we want to know your personal experience with these smart home devices. How it's worked out for you? Maybe uh, you know because we're now seeing some different stories on the light bulbs and the outlets and things like this. So you're it's
1: uh, when everything works great, everything works great, right? But there are other stories out there. You know, speaking of that, and the the one that I think makes more sense than anything Mm -hmm. is the camera doorbell oh that's the greatest thing that's happened to theft and i know i mean you could be anywhere uh as long as you can get an internet connection Mm -hmm. and look who's at your front door yes now
0: see the ups guy or whatever
1: well and Mm -hmm. does it mean that everyone that's going to break in breaks in the front door probably not but it's still a good place to break in
0: and at least we've got a a picture of someone running away well i like it And,
6: and
1: they're not expensive
0: no all right, let's uh, let's go to Cynthia in Fairhope, Alabama. What's going on, Cynthia?
5: Hey, I I actually live in in New Orleans. I live in an old shotgun house, and I have something oh, cool. I want to run by you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, my little bitty um, what well, laundry room has regular wood floorboards, no underfloor insulation. And I read something in a magazine that sounded brilliant to me. You take a big sheet of plywood, you set up your your router or your skill saw with a nice um, fence, and you cut grooves in the plywood to mimic floorboards. You can make them wide or skinny, however oh, you like them yeah. to look. Then you paint it you know, and, and polyurethane it, and you lay that down over your existing floor. Now, to me, that's going to make some squeaks. So I thought, what if I got the same kind of un- like rubberized underlayment that mm-hmm. you put under the um, vinyl flooring? Mm-hmm between the two layers to not only insulate but cut the squeak. Do you think that's going to work? Well, well, Cynthia,
6: you
0: could, but, you know, you don't have to have the squeak if you just screw it down instead of right. nail it down.
1: Screw it and glue it. Mm-hmm. Is the floor squeaking now?
5: Well, it's no, I haven't put it right. down yet. Okay, it's, it's, so okay,
1: the, so but it's not squeaking now. You've yeah. got a floor that's not squeaking.
0: Cynthia, so, the main reason why floors used to squeak and stairs and all yeah. that other stuff is that they use nails to put the wood floors down, and then and you would use a screw. That's now, right. And you would also use an underlayment glue.
1: Right. I would I would use adhesive, mm-hmm. and I would I would screw it, and I, I don't. I and then don't, you won't ever hear about it. No. Again. No.
0: But that sounds like a really neat idea, idea to make a floor yeah. look great that doesn't have, that you can't do a lot with, you yeah. know?
5: Right. Some contractors came over and, and they saw that I'd pre-cut, I'd pre-grooved the sheets of plywood uh-huh. and I'd probably I'd painted poly polyurethane. They said, "What a great idea." Yeah. <laughs> we're going to sure copy is. that. <laughs> well, okay, I, well, thanks a lot.
0: I'm going to do that now. And, and I mean, no, that's all. I mean, hey, I just <laughs> totally got an idea.
1: <laughs> Jason's going to do that over the weekend. <laughs> that's
0: right. That'll be uh my new floor in the in the little room that's uh where the water heater is held. Ah. There there you go. there would be a great floor Good for that. Idea. All right, uh, you know, there's some uh, some uh, some crazy things that I, I want to make sure that you guys know about. Remember we mentioned the uh, Clear Story, that new podcast from This Old House? Oh, if you go over there, tell them Fix It 101 sent you. I would love that. That's awesome. Um, but, yeah, This Old House, it's a, it's a fun little podcast I listen to, and it's really, really smart. Um All right. Jeff, do you have any, like, final thoughts today, some genius wisdom for us all? Man, I wish
1: I did. (laughs) (laughs) Wear safety goggles. I'd get paid more if I did. (laughs) Right. Wear safety
0: goggles. Put on your gloves. Yeah. That should do it all. There you go. All right, folks, we made it through another show. Here we go. Fix It 101 is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting think radio is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you our show is produced by mr java chapman our call screener today was java chapman no i'm just kidding michelle mcadoo uh for jeff simmons and jason klein oh that's me stay tuned for everyday tech with jay white and join us next wednesday at nine for fix it 101 only on mpb think radio